welcome to the Woo Woo Wonder Hour, where we discuss metaphysical topics including intuition, psychic ability, spirituality, crystals, and more. I'm your host, Megan. And I'm your host, Roxy, and we are the Woo Woo Friends. So welcome to episode 31. Today we are welcoming back the lovely Candace West. She was on episode 12 where she talked about energy, chakras, healing, and more. Um, if you haven't given that a listen, please do. It was such a beautiful episode um, that her and Krista recorded. So some background on Candice. She is the CEO at Everyday Living LLC. She is a nurse and intuitive that is passionate about supporting women and helping to realign them to a better state of wellness. She currently has training and certifications in chakra management, Reiki, the color mirror system, spiritual mindset coaching, and at this point, I think probably more. Channeling <laughs> her creative energy, she developed a passion to provide supportive material that can be used daily furthering people's energetic alignment. So she has two Oracle card decks, journals, and an on online school, Energetically Aligned Institute. Welcome, Candice. Welcome. Thank Yay, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're excited yeah, so, for you to be here. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and kind of just jump right in. Um, what exciting things have you been working on since you were here on the podcast last July? So I'm like grinning ear to ear listening to the introduction because it's like, who is that person that you introduced? <laughs> um, so many things actually have happened. And when I heard you say everyday living, it made me chuckle because um, I actually rebranded back in September to Energetically Aligned LLC. And that was based off of all the work that I had been doing, my card deck that I created, Energetically Aligned, just really, it, it, it launched me into something that I did not foresee. <laughs> That's usually how it happens though, right? So, uh -huh. um, yeah, so I, I launched that. I birthed actually my third card deck and activity workbook um, rooted in fear. Uh, I retired from the military, so now I'm in my business full time. And what? now I know I'm just so I'm excited. I'm excited for it all. And now I'm really, really into all things nervous system health, somatics, and then finished my certification as a somatic trauma informed coach. So lots going on but all good things. Wow, that's so exciting. So somatic as in nervous system kind of stuff, right? Which we'll get into today. Yes, we will talk about all of those things. <laughs> awesome. Um, so when we were talking about this episode back and forth in some emails, we were throwing around some ideas of different topics and which was amazing because there's so many avenues um, that you are experienced in. And you had mentioned a new course that you are offering. Um, so would you like to tell us about that Rooted in Fear course? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, it, it's crazy because I went through, you know, we all ebb and, ebb and flow, we're on that, the top of the roller coaster and life is great. And then we just launch right back down and find all of the shadows that we need to work through. And I probably went through three or four months where things were hard. I was facing judgment from family because of the work I do. I was facing mm -hmm. my own judgment of self of like, am I wrong? Is this the wrong thing? Is, is what everybody telling me true? And I found myself circling fear, fear in all the ways, fear of rejection, fear of judgment, fear of communicating, fear of being visible. And as I was sorting through all of that, I'm, I, you know, my, my beautiful life coach told me, you know, there's always something that comes out of this. There's always a beautiful gift. And I ended up birthing this rooted in feared card deck and activity workbook. And I thought, oh, what a beautiful, you know, outcome of what I had gone through. But little did I know that that was going to, that was just going to be a small part of it. And so I ended up creating this six week, we can call it a course. And, um, it starts off with two live classes. And what I do is I really teach about nervous system health and the body, the pathophysiology, but very, very superficial top layer. Because I think it's important that people can understand what's happening. 
when we have that education and that awareness, then we can add the little tools to prevent, you know, I don't know, things from spiraling or, you know, going further along than they need to be. And when people understand what's happening within the body and the processes, it's almost like that validation of like, this is normal. Like my body is protecting me. And so I start off by right out the six week gate. We, I teach on the nervous system health. And then the next day I'll do another class on different tools and exercises. Um, just different things that can help support them through the six weeks. And then during that six weeks, they've got audio coaching support as I help them work through my uh, four step process. So fear in this case actually is a four step process to help them essentially pull the root is what the goal is to pull these roots out and allow us to just live in that desired state, not in that fear state. So it's pretty, pretty powerful. Um, pretty, pretty powerful in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And then the last class that we have towards the end is, um, it's really a Q and a catch all, you know, I go through if there's anything that they're still feeling stuck with, or they're needing support on, um, we kind of finish out the six weeks with that last call. So it's been, we've finished, um, two cohorts. So my next cohort, I'll probably, I've got a wait list going right now, but we'll be starting that up in the fall because I'm actually moving all the way over to the East coast, uh, the end of June. <laughs> Ooh, that's exciting. That sounds like a big yeah. move. It is. So my husband's still military. So off we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. That course Goodness, I have lived so much of my life out of fear, and I know Megan has operated there too, and I know a lot of people do. This is just, it sounds so beautiful. I'm really excited for that course. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, this is, this comes at a really good time in my life, um, and so I'm like super excited that you're here and that we're getting to talk to you. Um, but for the people out there that maybe don't know much about the somatic body response and, and things like that, can you kind of explain what nervous system regulation is and what it looks like to different people? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so when we talk somatics, that's really referring to the body. So things that are happening within the body. So, of course, we have mindset, which, okay, let's reframe or shift our mindset. But then we've got somatics, which is dealing with the body and the things that we feel within the body. So when we talk about nervous system regulation. Now, of course, I'm not a neuroscience scientist. I'm a nurse. So in the most simplest way um, to not overwhelm anyone, nervous system regulation is really about our ability to move flexibly between the different states of arousal that's really in response to different stressors that we face. So this really means like when we encounter a change in our environment, something stressful, um, we can adapt so that we're not overwhelmed. And so really everybody's ability to do this is based off of like, how were they taught as a child to self-soothe or were they taught at all? You know, were they taught, you know, just to kind of compartmentalize? Were they taught, okay, you're, you're overreacting or were they taught to sit with themselves, cry it out, take some deep breaths. So really everybody's response and regulation is going to be different based on how they've been living their whole life, uh, based on unresolved trauma, uh, the current trauma they're experiencing, as well as, you know, chronic stress. All of these things can lead to dysregulated nervous systems. So um, I always just find it so interesting because as we grow up, we expect to adult and adulting is hard <laughs> and it's overwhelming and it's, yes, it's all the, yeah, it's all the things. And so we tell ourselves this story of suck it up. This is life. And while it may be life, it doesn't have to be that way. You can still have all of the responsibilities, but have a different physical, emotional, and like mental response to that. And it really all boils down to your nervous system health. And I, I've learned through this that I have essentially lived my entire life in survival mode. You know, unfortunately, growing up, I've ha had a lot of family dysfunction, lots of 
various forms of trauma. And then from there, I, you know, signed up for the military and did 22 years. And of course that came, you know, with its own (laughs) bag (laughs) of stuff, you know? And so, you know, just over that time, it's like always feeling like you can never relax or take that breath or constantly feeling like you're circling the, the wagon of burnout and overwhelm. It just, it's led me to realize, oh no, darling, you are in survival mode. Your body is like in overdrive and long-term dysregulation leads to, you know, the different chronic diseases. We see so much, so much of an increase in autoimmune disorders, fibromyalgia, you know, we've got rheumatoid arthritis, you know, all the, the IBS, um, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, all of these things, um, you know, that science leads back to partially due to dysregulated nervous system. So, yeah, it's my, my goal and my passion right now to teach as many as I can, because my goal is to, you know, self-empower people to self-serve. And when they have the education, they have that awareness, then they can kind of prevent, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally does. Um, I used to work for a trauma-informed children's home. And um, so everybody went through the same trauma-informed training, and we all had to take um, a test. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's called the ACE test. 100%. Yep. Yes. And um, that was really eye-opening to see how trauma affects people's bodies later on, you know, with with different diseases and and stuff like that and um and where i worked we when the children were having just a hard day and you know something had gone on and their somatic responses were you know a little out of control we called it um when their lid would get flipped and once their lid was flipped like you couldn't you couldn't soothe the way you normally would and and so it was you know it was all about teaching us how to help others kind of get out of that out of that um, body issue right there. I love how you mentioned the lid being flipped. And so I I was taught about this in my training. And so essentially, if you look at your hand is the brain and your wrist and forearm as a spinal cord. So your fingers, the ridges of your fingers would represent the neocortex. That's that logical everyday thinking, our rational mind. If your thumb is tucked in under your fingers, that's going to be the emotional center, that limbic center. And then, of course, we've got the survival brain. And so when we are rationally thinking and we are in a ventral vagal state, that ease and flow, the rest and digest, we're thinking with that that part of the brain. But when it gets flipped and we're in our emotional feels, that fight or flight, the survival brain, you can't, oh, what's a great way to explain? It's like you can't have a conversation because you're you're speaking from emotion. You're not speaking from reality. And though mm-hmm. at that time, your your truth is not an illusion, what you're experiencing is real, but our lens tends to be a little foggy or clouded when we are in that that survival space because our body is just trying to protect us. It senses in some way, you know, danger or a threat or, you know, something that's not safe. And so then the body, the brain, because what's been stored, it just responds in that way. So I love how you, like, I love that, especially with working with kids to be mm-hmm. able to understand, like, this is not their logical, rational mind thinking. They're, they're scared. They're, you know, especially those that have been through all the trauma. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. I really resonated with what you said, Candace, about living in survival mode or operating that way. and. I had a pretty good childhood, but even from childhood, I have always felt in survival mode and just the smallest stressors would be so like so much more of a big deal to me than they would be to other people. And then you add on the traumas that I went through as a young adult and, you know, it's so just the littlest triggers will really put me in that uh, fight or flight sort of situation. So I've been learning to incorporate different tools in my life to help me 
try to operate at a calm level. And nervous system regulation has been popping up a lot over the last, I guess, four or five months. Um, so I think it's a message from spirit of, hey, girl, you need to look into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I've learned through this is there's a thing called our allostatic load. And that's really how far the nervous system has deviated from its normal resting baseline due to stored rest or stored stress, excuse me. And so when we have a stressful event, you know, we go through the motions and we should be able to come right back down to a complete recovery. When we're dealing with lots of trauma and chronic stressful events, eventually that original baseline, it goes up. And so then you never actually come back down to its original stress baseline. And so what this ends up doing is it changes our window of tolerance. Now, usually I have images to show people to explain this. So I'm gonna do the best I can if you try to have a visual here of like a window. And inside that window, you've got different lines that line out your high energy regulated state, that ventral vagal rest and digest state, and then the stillness, which is like that low energy um, regulated state. And when you have an event that happens and you get activated, if you have um, a decent window of tolerance, you know, you're going to escalate up into that high energy, but still regulated state. And then as you come back down, you may move down into kind of the stillness, low energy regulated state but you're still in your window of tolerance. Those of us, I raise my hand sitting here, that have a <laughs> narrow window of tolerance due to so much stress and trauma, what happens is that window of tolerance, it becomes narrow. And so now the all of those, those three different regulated states, it's very narrow. So that same incident that you would have say it happens again, only with a narrow window of tolerance, that spikes you up into that sympathetic state, which is considered high energy dysregulated. And that's where we're, you know, angry, frustrated, you know, all of those feelings that happen. And, and then we plummet down to the dorsal vagal, which is low energy dysregulated, which usually is where we feel shame, despair. Uh, we could feel like burnt out, the numbness. And so part of a healthy nervous system is being able to have a window of tolerance that keeps you from just launching up into that sympathetic state over all of the small things. Um, funny story, and I'll totally out myself. I think it was actually Valentine's Day and I was trying to pay a toll bill online. And of course, it wouldn't remember my password. I signed up for it to send me a link. It wouldn't send me a new link. And then I don't know why I thought calling the phone number would be helpful because of course I had all of the, you know, press one for this or press two for that. And I was so uh -huh. frustrated. It launched me into this raging outroar in my living room. It was like I was six years old having a temper tantrum. And then I was so drained when I was done. And I'm like, and I did. I felt so embarrassed. Nobody saw but the dogs. But I felt so embarrassed. I felt such like shame. And I, I found myself shaming myself. Like, Candace, seriously, this is what it's come to. You're doing this because you couldn't pay a toll bill. What is going on? And so then, you know, I let myself feel it. Because then, of course, I cried because I was was so goofy oh. for reacting the way that I did. And then I'm like, Candace, what would you tell your client right now? Like, what would you tell your client right now that went through this? You would tell them, oh, okay, let's work on your window of tolerance. <laughs> you know, let's, <laughs> let's work on that nervous system health and get you back to a state, you know, of a more expanded window. And so I just, I thought I would share because I think we do, we, we do these things, we react in these way, we say things, and then we look back and then we've got shame. And then we, you know, we feel all those ways and we store all of that in our body, which then just exacerbates all of what we're trying to prevent. Oh, I can so relate to your story there. I can't remember a specific oh. example because I probably have just too many. 
<laughs> it's good to know that we're all humans here. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I just had a moment. So I had a course that I took. I work in the dental field um, as my daytime job. And so we deal with a lot of people who come in and have dental anxiety and these old traumas, things that you had mentioned before, maybe childhood um, stuff in the past. And so my whole goal as a dental hygienist is to first help people feeling safe and comfortable. And so I found doing just having comfortable voice, making things peaceful, and letting people just feel in control. It's very helpful. And then a few weeks ago, I went to a course that actually talked about nervous system regulation, but it was geared more towards being in the dental office. So there were some really um, interesting points. And the first one she had mentioned was just making sure that people feel safe. And so she talked about a lot of the things you are mentioning and so how we'll go into kind of those emotional spirals or we're just not ourselves, and it's because we don't feel safe and in those terms we're not necessarily thinking about that but um it's those you know reflexes that are stored in our brain that get activated by all these little things that we don't even realize yes yes all of that hundred percent so we already had to mention some of the things that we may feel when our nervous system is not regulated, but a lot of people aren't really aware or tuning into, hey, this isn't normal or this isn't how I could be. So how could someone know if their nervous system is not regulated? I love this question so much. Uh, I'm also a certified NeuroFit trainer and that's exactly what we do. It's we teach our clients how to support their own awareness and self-regulation. And oh man, so neurofitness, it's like this applied neuroscience that's based off the polyvagal theory. And this theory really suggests that our nervous system, it potentiates and limits our range of behavior and it influences the way we experience the world around us. And so by incorporating this fitness, it's like max of five minutes a day, you can show massive improvements with the nervous system health. And it's actually shown to decrease your stress by like 50%. So yeah, I know it's, it's, it's an amazing tool. And so there are so many different ways. Everybody's different in, in terms of dysregulation, but a really good, a really good way to tell is like, you know, how is that, how is that body feeling? You know, are you feeling stress, um, tension? You know, do you get frequent headaches? How is the stomach, you know, with the gut, um, you know, that rapid heart rate or heart rate, lots of shallow breathing, um, anxiety. Uh, what are some other ways that people, oh, just those knee-jerk reactions could be a telltale sign, as well as uh, you're feeling really numb, very burnt out, unmotivated. So those are some other ways. Uh, but I really love the NeuroFit app. They have there's a NeuroFit app that's out there that can help teach you and guide you in terms of your nervous system regulation. And so what that is, it's an app. It's it's actually new. It just launched a handful of months ago. Um, I was the, one of the first um, groups to go through the the course and get the certification and it's going to be brought here into the u.s i know lauren and andrew um, they are the ceos and you know all those big titles whatever you want to call them and they're they're going through all the the pr and marketing here in the u.s so you're going to see that coming out more but it's an app you can download and you go through the questions and it, it'll go through different areas of your life of like hmm how are you feeling in your environment or how are you feeling in regards to money and finance? And so it'll go through the different um, energy states, whether it's play, stillness, the ventral vagal, the dorsal vagal, or the sympathetic. And so you just sit there and answer the questions. And the best way to do that is based on your physical response to them. And it's real quick. It just takes like a minute. And then you can put your finger on the back of your camera and it detects your heart rate variability, which is how your heart is beating um, in between beats and your breath and all that. And then from there, 
it'll tell you where you're at. Like, okay, Candace, you're at 67%. Um, your nervous system appears to be recovering at the moment, or you're at 47%. It appears to be fatigued at the more at the moment <laughs> and, or it's a hundred or 87, but irregardless, there's different, um, balancing exercises, which are so helpful. So when you, you assess this and it says you're, say you're at 47%, it'll give you a list of exercises to choose from. So you can get to a balanced state and it's got videos, there's education. It's this thing is like the new fitness, to be honest, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing tool. And um, so far, my clients have been using it and they're just like, oh my goodness, what? <laughs> and there's the ability to link with my dashboard. So if someone were to say, hey, I'm going to give this a try, but like, I don't know what to do. They mm -hmm. could totally download the app and then in the settings, they go down to link and then they can actually link with me and then I can help give them any feedback or help them as they start off, you know, in this whole journey of nervous system regulation. I love the sound of that. And I love how it's checking in with your physiological responses. Yes. Um, that yeah. is really cool. It, it is because it's data, right? Like it's data, it shows you. And so when you have, when you have an event that happens and you feel like you're so upset about it and you're like, I know I need to regulate myself you know, checking in on this app, you know, checking your heart rate variability and it's showing you you're at like 50%. It's that awareness piece of like, this is what it feels like. And it helps you to be more consciously aware every day on out of like, when I feel this way, this is fatigue or this is dysregulation. Um, and then doing the balancing, you know, exercises really allowing you to connect with self because that's, I feel like that's the thing that we don't do. We've got so many tasks and jobs and responsibilities. We move through them all, but we never take time to sit with ourselves and connect. And really 20% of our nerves run from our brain down and 80% run from the bottom up. So there's only so much you can do with your mindset. This is your like mindfulness at the next level. Because mindfulness is, you know, checking in with our bodies, but then this app is plugging in all of that feedback too. And so can you track um, your stats over time as well? Yes. So you can continue it ongoing. So they say that it's like six weeks before you can really see like real good change in that nervous system. And so they do have like, you can go through the six weeks and then you can restart it or you can continue and just keep going. Um, it's just data over time, but it's it's such good juicy data. <laughs> <I'm such a nerd. laughs> That's the nurse sciencey background in you. I love no. it. <laughs> so, and you said this app um, is that the five minutes a day? Like you only need five minutes a day? Yeah. So the exercises are two to three minutes, and then of course you want to check in, um, you know, going through to, you know, answer the questions to be able to see exactly, um, you know, where you're at. And then based on that state, it recommends different, um, you know, exercises for you. And yeah, exercises are two to three minutes. But if you, if you link it to like my trainer dashboard, uh, you can use like the, it'll ask like my trainer code and it's six, seven, eight, three B. If you enter that in there, it'll actually connect to my dashboard and all my clients I can see. And I go through to kind of check in. And if I see somebody that's popping in at 47%, I'm reaching out to them. Hey, let's, let's work through this. Where do you need support? What's going on? And I do it from a trauma informed place. So they know they're safe. They know that, you know, they're protected and that, you know, we only work as far as their nervous system allows, because like we talked about that offline, nothing is going to be real to them when they're in that sympathetic state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. 
So I will link um, information to the app and I will put Candace's number for her dashboard in there for our listeners who are interested. And I think this is a good time for us to take a break. So in just a moment, we will rejoin for part two. Hey, woo-woo listeners, our friend Haley Manis from Roots and Leaves is giving you 15% off any products on her website, rootsandleaves.info. Krista and I just love her products. I have been using her facial serum and my skin feels so soft and amazing. She's also giving our listeners 10% off her Crunchy Club membership. To learn more, you can listen to episode 25 or go to her website, thecrunchy.club. Just use the code WOOWOO in the coupon section when you check out for your discount. That's in all caps, W-O-O-W-O-O. Okay, back to the episode. Welcome back. Uh, today we're interviewing Candace West, and we're um, talking to her about nervous system regulation. So we're going to go ahead and hop back in. Um, Candace, this has all been so interesting. The NeuroFit app is something that I'm definitely going to check out whenever it's available. Um, yeah, this has just been so cool. I know for me, one way that I know when I'm in survival mode, and this is like way past far gone and I'm figuring that out now is that I wake up in the mornings like at four or five in the morning with just severe panic attacks um and so I've really been working the last couple of years to help myself get out of that situation and and not be that far gone to where I am waking up with those panic attacks um so how do you use the nervous system regulation and therapy with your patients like what does that look like what kind of um, activities do you have them do? Yeah. So first to answer your question too, the NeuroFit app is available now. You can totally go in and download that. Um, but in terms of how I, you know, weave this in with my client. So what a typical session would look like with me is for me, before I get on with a client is I always go in and I check my nervous system regulation. It's so important for me as a trauma-informed coach to make sure I'm in a regulated state. So I have the capacity to hold space for my client. Also, it helps, you know, reduce the likelihood of me being uh, like activated by something that they may say or share during our sessions. And so after that, when I bring my client in, you know, I'm able to tell right out the gate uh, based on different things I've learned in my uh, trauma-informed program is I kind of, I'm able to look for cues, um, you know, whether it's the way they're looking, their posture, uh, the words that they're choosing to say, their breathing. And so based on how I I can see their appearance, uh, we may start off the session actually with the balancing exercise to kind of bring them into a ventral state. And then we begin with our, our session. And again, I, it's so important that I ensure that they feel safe so I never push, but if I can start to see signs of them becoming activated, it's that cue to me just to kind of sit where we're at. Uh, we can bring in more balancing exercises from the NeuroFit app, uh, just some self-reflection, guided self-reflection. Uh, I also do emotional freedom technique and just other different somatic exercises just to kind of get them to connect with their physical body. Um, so that's typically what my one-on-one sessions look like. And then when, like currently I have a two week uh, spring um, challenge going on where some of them have downloaded the app and some haven't. And I just give them like little challenges every single day. And the, the goal is always to come back to the body. Because again, this work or the work that I choose to do, it's really about empowering everyone to self-serve. And so when they can connect and they can start to feel and see the patterns of what their body is, you know, speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Then they can learn what works for them because all of these different somatic balancing exercises in the NeuroFit app, there are so many different types and it's going to work differently for everybody based on how your nervous system responds to it. So that's kind of typically what my 
my one-on-one -on -one sessions look like. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. I've actually been doing the EFT tapping lately and it's really been helpful. Like I honestly, I didn't know how helpful it was going to be, but it has definitely taken my emotions down quite a bit. Yeah, so again, that's that, that bottom up approach. You're not, mm -hmm. when you're doing EFT, you're, you're not really focusing on the mindset, right? You're connecting with the body and the energy meridians and you're tapping and what your body's experiencing is that release of that emotion. So that's a great example of bottom up approach. Awesome. I love these little tools and techniques because there are, you know, times throughout our day where if we're checking in with ourselves, tuning in, we'll pick up on that stress state. And so these tools help us to kind of stop it before it gets out of control. Like y'all were talking about, I had a, oh my goodness. I had a moment on Monday at work. I had three patients show up. My assistant wasn't there and I had had an extra cup of coffee that morning. So let me tell you, <laughs> not a good moment. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the bathroom for one minute. And I just did a forward fold, which is one of my favorite yoga moves in times of stress. So I just did a forward fold, did some slow, deep breathing. It's like, you know what? It's going to be okay. I've got this. <laughs> so yeah, I think, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. What I was going to say is I think that's right there is, is key. It's reminding our body that we're safe and that it's okay. And just by saying those words out loud and like, you know, wherever you're feeling it, whether it's your stomach, your chest, your shoulder, and just being able to intentionally say, I'm safe. Like, it's okay to slow down. I think that right there can have such impact. Yes, absolutely. Um, so for listeners like me, <laughs> who might need a tool or two in their toolbox to help them regulate themselves, um, would you mind just giving a few things that listeners could do at home to help them regulate their nervous system? Yeah, of course. So I'll always say weaving in a form of a stillness practice. Um, when we are just disconnected from everything, like it allows our body just to unwind. And so, you know, I had somebody recently asked me, I, I was on a community Monday doing a, um, a speaking event and someone said, well, what if I can't sit with it? And I loved that because the fact that there's the awareness that there's that challenge allows you to set micro goals. And so if there's, a, you know, a listener out there that's like, no, I can't, I can't sit in silence. That's too scary for me then how does that feel just sitting there for five seconds, closing your eyes, taking a couple deep breaths for five seconds? This is all about, you know, slow and steady. We we're a hot mess. You know, we have grown <laughs> up and been told, you know, do, 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 do. It's selfish to take care of yourself. Right. And so like we mm -hmm. have to rewind and decondition from all of those beliefs that, you know, we have instilled through childhood or through early adulthood. And so stillness practice is huge. Um, definitely play and have fun. When we play and have fun, we release so many endorphins. Laughter is so good for the body and the soul. Another one is getting adequate rest. So good sleep hygiene. That's where our body repairs and recovers. And so if we're going to bed at one in the morning and we're getting up at five, we've missed several, several hours in which our body has, you know, taken away from its healing process. I feel like it's, there are certain hours, I don't, I don't know to be exact, but there are specific hours that certain organs within the body are like recuperating from the day. And so when you're not getting that adequate rest, your body is not getting the repairing that it needs. Um, good hydration. That's so important because it's good for gut health. It's good for our energy. Um, it's also helps keep us alkal alkaline base. Uh, when we're very acidic, that's, uh, it breeds, um, like gut issues and joint pain and inflammation, uh, balanced diet. 
Oh, sugar, processed foods, all of that stuff is really hard on the body. It really stresses the body out and also adds inflammation and joint pain and gut issues. And so if you are already in a dysregulated state where that's already present, it just exacerbates that. And then of course, exercising is always great because especially if we have a lot of stress, exercising is gonna allow us to naturally unwind. It's gonna release those endorphins that are needed. And it's gonna kind of, it's really supportive to the nervous system. And then of course, limiting our alcohol and drugs just because that makes our bodies very acidic um, and it kills our gut microbiome and also yeah, then that it's just considered not the best coping strategy. And then also, of course, like I mentioned, the NeuroFit app. So those are just some really, really easy ways. And, you know, I think something, some of the stuff like play and having fun get overlooked because again, we, oh, we know what our schedules are like. So just trying to think of adding in some kind of play or fun seems overwhelming. But even if you're in the kitchen cooking dinner and you've got your, you know, Alexa playing and you've got some 80s music and you're you're dancing while you're stirring your spaghetti sauce, like <laughs> that can be so good for your body. It's moving energy. <laughs> yes, I love that reminder. And I think as adults, we don't make enough time for play and fun. It's almost in our minds, you know, that's for children. Childhood is for playing and having fun and being an adult is about business and being serious. But we need to tap into that silliness and lightheartedness. Yeah, 100%. I actually listened to a podcast recently. I can't remember which one it's called, but it was really evaluating what people regretted most when they were at end of life. And it was that they didn't have enough fun. They focus too much on the day-to-day, you know, tasks and they were looking back, they wish they would have just played and had, you know, more joy in their life. So. Yeah, I think that's a big part of the American way. A lot of these things that you mentioned are just, I feel like it's an American industrialized way of life. You know, we feel like we have to work all the time. We have so much fast or easy food. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, happy hour. So we need to. It's the hustle. (laughs) Yeah, the hustle culture. Yeah. Yes. So I think we need to take a lesson from everything that you're saying and even other cultures and how, I don't remember where, but like for two or three hours in the afternoon, they will take rest time and have a nap or how. I think in France, they take off a month or two every summer just to go have fun with families. We need to plug in more of that stuff and take care of ourselves. Yeah, when we were stationed in Japan, actually, every they had a week. I forget. I think it was like Golden Week. Yeah, actually, I think that's what it was called, Golden Week, where they did. They took a whole week off. And they had festivals. And, oh, it was crazy. It was just like, you know, they take naps. You know, they get naps during their workday. And I'm like, excuse (gasps) me? Like, that would be amazing. I know. Like, I remember we were not, we were working and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're, they're laid up sleeping and they're, they're allowed. They, they work decent hours. They get their lunch. They take their nap. And I'm like, this is their way of life. Like we've got some things to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to my boss on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really like what you said about hydration. Like that's, that's something I've noticed lately and I've kind of been going through a rough time lately. And so I noticed that I was not drinking water, like all day, just not even drinking water. It wasn't even something that I was acknowledging. Um, and so I actually set an alarm on my phone to go off every hour so that I could at least like remember to drink water. And that seemed to like actually kind of help me get out of that that thing that I was in by just taking care of that one that one specific part, you know. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, I hydrated. We can feel that fatigue state, which can also look like that dorsal vagal of feeling like unmotivated. You know, so it's like going that app. Like I said, it's great because you can go through and you can check the boxes of. 
How was my sleep last night? You know, did I eat, you know, more than three hours before going to bed? Because if you eat too closely before going to bed, your body is focused on digesting your food you just ate rather than working on healing at the cellular level. And so it literally gets you going and you can visually see like, oof, okay, I gotta, I gotta make some adjustments over here. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you said that it's that awareness. So before we assume we're in the dorsal vagal and we start feeling all the bad things about ourselves, it's like, oh, wait a second, where are part of my daily practices or my embodiment practices that maybe I missed or skipped today? Right. Yeah. Oh man, I need that app so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm getting convinced. I'm going to check it out. I actually have it pulled up on my browser, so I don't forget to look at it. Um, Also, too, what I haven't mentioned in there, sorry, what I haven't mentioned in there yet is they recently added Clear, which is a game changer. So what Clear is, on the bottom of the app, it, um, you know, it's constantly evolving because, again, it's new. You pick a, a life aspect that's felt kind of challenging as of, you know, recently. And then what you can do is you can pick where you feel kind of out of alignment. Do you feel very sympathetic or do you feel in that overwhelm, which kind of is that hopelessness, the panic or stressed or the dorsal vagal of the shutdown kind of burned out and drained. And so you pick whatever, you know, resonates with you. And then it'll ask you a question and it's AI guided. It is like mind blowing. And so it'll say what, you know, essentially like, what are you having difficulty with? And, you know, say my environment, Um, say I can put in there, my dogs are barking a lot and it's triggering me. And so then it'll come back with, you know, thought provoking questions that kind of lead you to the root of what's going on. It is incredibly fascinating. It's in its beta stage right now, but it's still accessible on the app for those that download it. It's like your own personal little coach in there. <laughs> it's oh, I love it's that. pretty phenomenal. It's phenomenal. <laughs> cool. um, that is really cool. Yeah, one of the things I'm just remembering from that talk I had mentioned about the nervous system, um, this woman had talked about the effect of your posture on nervous system. I don't know if that's something, um, Candace, that you had looked into, but she had us do this exercise. So she had everybody stand up, you know, with just really good posture. So feet facing forward, um, standing tall, and then just kind of check in, notice what we sense in the environment around us. And then she had us open our feet, um, and then open through the chest and then tilt our head upwards. So our body was in an open posture. And then we checked in with the noises around us. And I was noticing I was picking up a lot more sound than when I was in the normal posture. And so then she had us stand pigeon toe and um, turn our arms in or like hug ourselves and then turn the head down and then notice how we were, what we were sensing. And basically you pick up even less or maybe you're picking up more of your own internal stuff. So I thought that was a really interesting experiment. And I'm wondering if that's connected to kind of like that bottom up thing you were talking about. Yeah. So we have the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve connects to the back of the head, the ox, ox, I can never say it, the ox. So it connects back there, but it wraps around our eyes. It wraps around our throat, our ears, goes all the way down, connects around our major organs and goes through that gut as well. And so when we have a good, nice toned vagus nerve, like that's the health, like that's the healthiest for us. But when it's maybe a little bit wobbly because of stress and um, a dysregulated nervous system, you know, we can be more sensitive to things. And so um, just what I know from the nervous system, uh, you know, sitting healthy posture that that uh, the phrenic nerve also it innervates that that sees that's the gosh, my goodness, the spinal cord area and connects down with the diaphragm. So when we have bad posture, it's like we're closing off to the world and we are uh, kind of like obstructing or closing off 
that full ability to breathe all the way down through that diaphragm and getting good um, oxygen exchange. And then in terms of like the feet on the ground being super grounded, I'm not sure about the pigeon toad. I've, I've not heard of that exercise, but I'm interested. <laughs> um, and then what I also did learn too, in, in terms of being aware of where we're at is, you know, people that are super anxious or um, kind of disassociate a little bit, you know, they can look in front of them, behind them, like up and down and by the, by the door. And that will reinforce to them that they're safe, that they know an exit way, but then they also know everything that's going on around them. And I don't, I think I do that naturally, just having been a very anxious person and always a scared person of like, well, what if somebody comes in and, you know, there's an activated shooter or, you know, any of those things just, mm -hmm. or an active shooter, I'm sorry. You know, learning yeah. different things in the military. I, I feel like I'm more in that hyper arousal state, but maybe the average Joe Schmo, that's not a common practice for them. And so that just kind of reinforces that nervous system that you're safe. Yeah. Um, another thing she had talked about to help calm down was putting one hand on your belly and then putting one hand on the chest. And so that yeah. kind of helps center you as well. And that's something I do in, I'm a yoga instructor as well. One of my other irons in the fire. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one of the things I'll start out with is having people do that. That way we can check in with the breath and just kind of get centered in the body. And I'm actually right now doing that, plus sitting up straight, plus I have my bottle of water. So. <laughs> yeah, that vagus nerve is, is huge. It runs through the entire body. And that's where you get that, the dorsal vagal, that's where uh, that the bottom part of the vagus nerve connects the diaphragm on down. And then you've got the ventral vagal, which is just kind of like that, you know, peaceful state. And then that sympathetic, which, you know, is essentially that top part. So yeah, it, yeah, it's fascinating. Um, I actually heard something kind of cool about, uh, cause I, I started doing that, putting one hand on my chest and the other like on my diaphragm. And I read somewhere that it actually helps um, with connecting the lower and the upper chakras, because sometimes there is division between like the heart and the solar plexus. There's kind of like a line of division there. And so it's supposed to help connect the upper and lower chakras so that everything is more in line. So kind of cool. You know, it's so funny. It's kind of what I think is kind of cool too, is that the vagus nerve actually essentially wraps around all of those chakras as well, with the exception of the crown. Mm. I know it, that's what I'm saying. Like all of this stuff is so connected. And so. As when I struggled last summer with all the judgment that I was getting, it's like more and more I kept being told, like getting this message of teach it in a way that it connects with everybody. And so then mm -hmm. all of a sudden I learn of nervous system regulation and I'm like, now suddenly the clientele that I have, they don't identify necessarily as woo woo, but they're mm -hmm. understanding this, which really can be connected to, you know, the woo-woo side of things. So it's really interesting that how now I'm able to really speak to all audiences, giving the same message, just a little differently. I love it. It's just a different vocabulary, but yeah, we're still tuning into the same kind of healing things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's still connecting with the body, feeling what's present in the body. Yep. Listening. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I know we had mentioned some of the different services that you had provided um, earlier, but would you like to speak a little bit more about what you're offering right now and how people can work with you? Sure. You know, I, I make this joke all the time to my husband because I'll get very interested or feel pulled and guided to learn something new. And I'm like, I feel like Mary Poppins. Like I've got this bag of like, oh, sure. I've got something for you too. <laughs> but, um, I really spent the last three years immersing myself in just so many different modalities to see what stuck for me. 
and the things that really connected um, is what I really use the most of, although I still have everything because again, we're, we are all so different. Um, and, but because of this, yeah, so obviously, you know, Reiki, I'm a master practitioner. So I'm also a shamanic Reiki practitioner. I love working with chakras. I've actually got um, energetically aware, which is a 12 week chakra course. Um, so that's available, of course, neurofit support and, you know, nervous system regulation, human design. I do analysis on that. I don't get into the, the gene keys or anything like that, but just the basic uh, human design. And then I uh, certified through Nancy 11, who is uh, a master life coach and an author. And I'm, I'm led to guide her different coaching programs, which is um, boundaries. Uh, worthy jump reinvention, and of course now my somatic trauma informed coaching modality. I also have my just pivot and my rooted in fear. Those are both processes to realign, but in different ways. One focuses on connection with the body, and one focuses on more the mindset. So, kind of you know, I dabble a little bit here and there, but I mean I love doing consultations for that reason. Because sometimes people don't know what they need. They don't know what's going to work for them. And so just a brief consultation and Q&A back and forth, I can usually um, come up with a pretty good roadmap ahead for, you know, their healing journey. You really are Mary Poppins. Yes. So um, for our listeners who are wanting to work with you, but they don't know where to start. And maybe you kind of already answered this. Um, is there a certain starter program would you that you would recommend or do you recommend a consultation? Um, you know, honestly, like consultations are great just because I can get more of, you know, more information on where they're at because I have a lot of great coaching programs, but if they've got a lot of trauma, like, I don't want them to waste their time or their money. Like, at the end of the day, trauma is going to be stored in the body. And if they don't work to remove some of that stuff, again, like I said, mindset's 20%. I can have them go through boundaries. I can have them go through reinvention coaching. But at the end of the day, if their nervous system isn't, isn't at a state to allow them to make those shifts, then what's going to happen is they're going to do well for a while. And then unfortunately their body, their body remembers all the things and they're only going to get so far. And then they're going to end up telling themselves, I'm a failure. I can't do this. What's wrong with me? And then they fall down into that dorsal vagal in that dysregulated state. So, you know, honestly, outside of a consultation, hundred percent, anything I offer that involves nervous system health, hands down the you know, the long-term dysregulation leads to all of these, these health ailments, which so many are avoidable if you have the education and are aware. So that's why I would think, that's what I think I'd recommend for that. Okay. And if someone wanted to have a consultation with you, how would they go about doing that? So I have um, a couple different websites just because, you know, I play to the the audience. So I have energetically aligned with Candace. That's going to be where my coaching programs are. Um, anything energetic. So my energetic shop, um, I've got spirit wear, I've got courses. Um, that's where my Reiki, my sound healing and so on and so forth is located. And right at the bottom, there is, uh, you can enter your email in there and schedule a consultation. There's also www, you have to add that. <laughs> <laughs> or it gets lost, uh, CandiceWest.com. And that's where you can go for all things, you know, neurofit and nervous system regulation. And you can send me a message on there, subscribe, and we can set up a consultation. Um, also, you can find me at all the social media, well, most of the social media platforms. So my IG is Candice underscore West. And then for Facebook and TikTok, um, one Candace West, and you can send me a message or I have, you know, the link in the bio that you can set up a consultation. So a few different ways. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I will make sure I link that in our show notes and put that um, on the episode stuff we publish on our socials as well. 
I love that you have like the less woo woo um, website because I could see this helping a lot of people that I know, but they wouldn't want to go through that woo woo part. Mm-hmm. But the actual like science behind it would actually be something that they would be interested in. So I'm actually really glad that you have those two kind of differentiated for the different types of people that need help, you know? No, I th- thank you for saying that because I thought at first, am I hiding? But I'm like, no, I'm not right. hiding because it's not like I'm getting rid of the other website. I'm playing to the audience, to the clients that feel connected to work with me, but don't don't know, don't understand, have their own beliefs or fears, Mm -hmm. but still deserve the healing. And if their energy connects with mine, like that's what matters. So yes, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I think that's really smart, especially because some people, depending on your belief systems and things like that, are going to be completely closed off in one way, but not necessarily another way. And for us woo-woo women, some woo-woo people are going to be like, nervous system, science, no thank you. <laughs> so it worked out both ways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> boring to me. <laughs> um, so as a busy businesswoman, what do you do to stay grounded and aligned? Oh my gosh, I feel like I learn every day new ways that work for me as I gosh, just continue to heal. But honestly, what I've been doing is neuro fitness. And when you, if you guys end up downloading it, it's actually a three, three day free trial, which I highly recommend. And I promise you, you're, you're going to be like, yep, this is for me. Um, it, you know, I check in in the morning and I really allow myself just to kind of see where I'm at. I give myself grace. I don't force, but gently guide myself into a state that feels comfortable and safe. Um, so that kind of sets the day. And then I check in in the evening as well, because that is again, more data. And then at nighttime, I typically just give myself Reiki every night and then drift off and let the energy support my restoration while I sleep. (laughs) That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So I know you had mentioned different courses are available online. Um, I know some of them are live and then I'm assuming some of them are maybe in an on-demand format. Is that right? Yeah, I, uh, so my Rooted in Fear is live. I just, that's where my heart's at with that one right now. I like that one-on-one connection and support. My Energetically Aware, we just finished our 12-week live one, but I will have that in my um in my energetically aligned Institute library to where people can just purchase it and, and run through it at a self paced, um, you know, however that works for them. It's, it would just be recordings of our live. Okay. And when does your next rooted in fear course open for enrollments? That is going to be in August that will allow me to move and transition in a healthy way. So I don't fall into the overwhelmed burnt out. <laughs> Yes, take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Candace, for sharing some time with us. I definitely feel enlightened and enriched. And I know our listeners are going to just love all of the things that you talked about. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I love I love educating and spreading awareness like deep to my like core. I'm just so passionate about that. Well, yeah, this has been such an amazing experience, and I'm glad that you got to come on and and talk with us. Um, For anybody who has any questions for us, um, you can always email us at woowoowonderhour at gmail.com. We also have a blog, uh, woowoowonderhour.wordpress.com. You can reach out on Facebook, which is woowoowonderhour, or on Instagram, which is also woowoowonderhour. And Candace already mentioned all of her socials. Again, we will link those in the notes, the blog, everywhere. So you guys can find her. So we're starting out ending each episode with a quote. And Megan found this beautiful quote for our show today. No degree of worldly darkness can extinguish the glow of a soul's inner light. That's from Wes Fessler. Well, thank you again, Candice. This has been just so wonderful. And thank you to 
all of our listeners for tuning in and learning a little bit about nervous system regulation. You know that we would love to hear from you. Candace would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you, everyone, and don't forget to share your light. Thank you.